Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the place where sports opinions collide. This is Dead End Sports 365. I'm your man, Manny Brown. What's going on? Before we get into everything, make sure you go like this video and go subscribe to Dead End Sports on YouTube. Go follow us on Twitter at Dead End Sports, Instagram at Dead End Sports, Facebook Dead End Sports. Make sure you are following us and keeping up to date, bro. Every day we got new content, new videos coming. We got a bunch of videos coming coming to you guys over the next couple days. I'll be back in the next couple days with a couple videos on the Lakers and on the NCAA tournament as a whole so yeah make sure you're checking out all the things we're bringing to y'all we got a lot of content new videos each and every day 365 days a year let's get it um i wanted to come to you guys real quick uh because there's been a lot of moves in the baseball world you know you guys know i'm the resident baseball guy for the dead end sports crew so uh there's been a lot of a lot of shit going on over the last couple days man it's just been hard to keep track of i mean uh, you know that free agent bonanza that we expected last week when the deal came to fruition you know we, we all were sitting there talking about how it was just gonna be a bonanza 24 hours in right and and it took a little bit of time for everything to kind of start circulating and percolating but Damn, it, it, it has. I mean, we still got some dominoes to fall. Correa and, and Freeman being the two biggest ones. Um, I think Correa, I think it's down to going back to Houston for Correa. I really do. I think Correa, I think Correa is going to go back to Houston. I think I, I think I could see them giving him like a 10-year deal, three, you know, 355 or something million with an opt-out after two, um, something like that. Or he may t- or he may sign like a short-term, like you know, seven year, 300 something million, and then have an opt out after one year or whatever, something like that. They'll figure out the wordings of the contracts or whatever, but I could definitely see a deal with Houston, major long-term deal where then he has an opt out after one or after two years. Um, and then for Freeman, you know, it's crazy. Um, I obviously expected, I did, I, I, I'll be honest with y'all. I didn't, I didn't think Freddie Freeman would be playing for another team in 2022 other than the Braves. I, I just didn't see it. Obviously, we heard the scutterbug. We heard the rumors about the Braves not, you know, not making him an offer. You know, him, you know, being out on the open market. Obviously, you had the lockout. It, it, it's crazy to think that a franchise icon like Freddie Freeman is not going to be playing for the Braves um, for the rest of his career. It's just, it's just mind-boggling to me. Now, listen. The Braves did take a little bit of the sting away. And listen, I'm not a Braves fan. I hate the fucking Braves. Y'all know me. I'm a Mets fan, so I can't stand the Braves. But I just, I don't understand it. Now, they did take a little bit of the sting away. They did pull off a Matt Olson trade. Matt Olson's a very, very good player. He's not Freddie Freeman, but he's very, very good. He's, he's Freddie Freeman light with more power. Um, so, listen, <laughs> it's hard to kill him. It's hard to kill him necessarily, but at the same time, it still rubs me the wrong way how they handled this whole Freddie Freeman situation. They just won a World Series. They, they, the, the Braves print money. You mean to tell me you can't go six, seven years with Freddie Freeman? You know, 
He's 31, or I think he's 31 or 32. Going on, I think he's going to be 32. But anyways, you can't go, you know, six, seven years with Freddie Freeman, a franchise icon, a guy that you, your guy, a guy that you developed, brought through the farm system, stayed loyal with you through all the lean years, finally won a World Series, and you don't resign that guy back. And with you know, and listen, I get it. You know, I get it. You know, these guys when they get to age 36, 37, 38, you know, they, they may be totally different players, but I just don't understand the Braves, man. I really don't understand the rationale. Now, listen, they made up for it by getting Matt Olson. That's a smart deal. Smart. And then they re-signed him. Smart. So I can't kill him too much, but still, still, still leaves a little bit of something to be desired on how the Braves handle that shit. Um, the Mays, the Mets made a big trade for Chris Bassett, uh, A's pitcher. Good pickup. He can slot right in to be our third starter. Gives our gives our rotation some depth. So I like that move. Um, I don't understand what the fuck the Yankees are doing. Josh Donaldson, really? Like, listen, I, I fuck with Josh Donaldson. Great player. When healthy. Keyword: When healthy. What is Josh Donaldson at age thirty six? He misses a bunch of time. He's always hurt. I, I just I don't know. Now listen, if he's healthy, he's gonna mash in New York. He's going to mash. Nobody has that. Nobody has that doubt in their mind. If Josh Donaldson is healthy, he will play well. The question is, is he going to play well? And for the Twins, listen, they got Sonny Gray. They, they, they finally got a legitimate, you know, I wouldn't call him a number one starter, but I think he's a very good number two on the Twins. He's a number one starter. So, yeah, I think they got... I think they got a really good pitcher, and they got the Yankees to take on all $50 million left in Donaldson's contract. So I think it was a good move for... Um, I think it was a good move for the Twins. Um, some other ones, obviously, today, the Matt, Matt Chapman, the, uh, the Blue Jays are close to acquiring Matt Chapman from the A's. That's a huge pickup for the Blue Jays. Um, that's a monster pickup for the Blue Jays. Man, the Blue Jays look like they're going to be sick. So that should tell you right there that they're out of the Freeman's uh, sweepstakes. There was a lot of rumors that maybe he was going to the Blue Jays. So um, I think you can kind of erase that. Um, you know, Kyle Schwarber agreed to a contract with the Phillies. Good pickup for the Phillies. They need another bat in Atlanta to protect uh, – uh, Bryce Harper, so that's a good pickup for them. Um, I still don't love what they've done with their bullpen, but whatever. I, that That's to my advantage. Um, the Mets signed Adam Adovino. I mean, there's been, been a lot of moves here and there to kind of re, uh, reinforce things. Um, I don't think I'm missing any any, any major moves um, of note. Um, like I said, Correa is coming down to probably going back to the Astros, I think, unless there's a secret team that nobody's talking about. Um, with Freeman, you know, it's interesting. Um, I still think it's going to be the Dodgers at the end of the day. And I know a lot of rumors out there on social media that maybe the Red Sox are in on Freeman. That's why they didn't, they didn't go after uh, Schwarber because they're trying to replace Schwarber with Freeman. Um, uh, who knows? Yeah, I think the Red Sox are definitely in the running. Obviously, I don't think the Yankees are in the running anymore after they re just resigned Anthony Rizzo. I think the Blue Jays are out. Obviously, we know about the Braves. So I think it's going to come down to the Red Sox and the Dodgers. And I just can't see the Dodgers not winning that. He's a Southern California guy. He lives there in the offseason from there. Um, kind of makes sense to me. Um, but hey, who knows? The Red Sox have been known to, <laughs> known to win these battles in the past. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Red Sox swoop in at the last minute and um, get the deal done. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I think all the major moves, man, those are those are the majority. Oh, uh, oh, the Reds. What the fuck are the Reds? What the fuck? Oh, the Reds. The Reds. Uh, uh, not the Reds. Um, the Cubs just signed Saya Suzuki, the outfielder from Japan. Eh, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know how much to evaluate that. He's a Japanese hitter. Some of them come here and they work out. Some of them don't. We'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, but I did want to talk about the, uh, the Reds before I ended this video. What the fuck are the Reds doing? 
Like, the Reds are the perfect example of why the players talked all that shit about owners not trying to win. Bro, the Reds have been contenders the last two years. They made it to the postseason in 2020. They were, you know, basically within an eyelash of making the postseason last year. You have a good, solid roster, a good, solid core in place, and you're going to break it up? For what? For what? You trade away Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez, two really good hitters on that, in that lineup. I mean, you know, you're trading Sonny Gray. They just traded Amir Gary. I mean, what the fuck are the Reds doing? The Reds, before even a single pitch in spring training has been thrown, the Reds are telling you and telling you as a, as a Reds fan, don't bother coming. Don't bother coming. See you in 2026. Like, it's bullshit. Like, bro, I, I, I don't understand. Listen, the Reds, the Pirates, you know, there's some organizations out there that are just, they just never, never try. They just never try. Never try. And I get the Reds are a small market and they can't compete with the Dodgers and the Mets and the Yankees and all that. Listen, no one's asking them to spend $250 million. But you got to at least try to compete in a division that's winnable, by the way. It's not like these motherfuckers is playing in, in, the, in the NL West with the Dodgers or the NL East with the Braves and the Mets and the Phillies, whatever. Like, they're playing in the Central. The Cubs are rebuilding. The Brewers are good, but, you know, the Brewers aren't going to, you know, destroy anybody of note. You know, the Brewers are a good team, but, you know, they're, they're not infallible. You're in a winnable division. Go for it. I, I Listen, I can make a whole video about the Reds, but I'm, I'm not even going to waste my time. But, yeah, man, that's just my little MLB roundup for the week. Um, a lot of action, a lot of moves. Um significant moves too and um I, th I think still two big dominoes to fall on Correa and Freeman I think they could really kind of alter um baseball where they go you know if Correa if Correa signs with a big team then you know that that obviously changes the landscape and then obviously Freeman going to the Dodgers or the Red Sox that alters the landscape as far as those teams go so yeah a lot of two big dominoes to fall a lot of other smaller moves to 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 go and um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be fun, man. Baseball's back, like I said, April seventh, opening day, spring training starting up. I think tomorrow or the next day, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's it's a good time of the year. NCAA tournament starting. That's why you gotta subscribe and you gotta be following everything, all things dead and sports, man. We got you covered. We right here. I'm Manny Brown, Dead and Sports three sixty five. I'm out. Peace.